Welcome back to the True Serum Football. Who we got tonight? Uh, we got Joey Fickler right up here in your top left. Hell yeah, we got Neckbeard himself, Jordan Thomas. What's up, babies? Hey, and Cam as always, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, as always, you know, uh, we would appreciate if you guys hit that subscribe button and give us a follow. Uh, exactly, bring that, bring that motherfucking bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, we're going to talk about the NFC East today, baby. NFC yeah, we, East, yeah, I'm rocking my gear. Thank you, Travis, for the jersey. Yeah, same, oh, same to you, baby. You bought hey. me this thing, too. Hey, I love you, boys. Uh, we're going to transition here to the NFC East, and uh, we're going to talk about, first, we're going to talk about the Philadelphia motherfucking Eagles. Let's go. Oh, wait. All right. So, first and foremost, y'all know I hate these damn Eagles, right? I hate them. hate them with everything I got. Hate them. Fly, Eagles, fly, die. Hate them. I met the most amazing Eagles fan just a couple weeks ago with the true Sarah Mixer. And so I didn't know, but apparently me and Travis have an illegitimate love child out there. And his name is Jacob. I don't know how to say his last name. Haliska. Anyway, he Haliska. is the biggest Eagles fan I've ever met. They don't need to know how to say his last name, okay? Because I don't. Anyway. He was all about these Eagles and just was telling me all week about how they were absolutely fucking rocking the NFL draft, which, you know, they absolutely did. So I'll let you guys start. Y'all know what happened. Let's talk about some A.J. fucking Brown. I got I got to mention one more thing about Jacob. Um, I got to say he is a damn good prosecuting lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> he was determined to find out who shit in that basket who shit the basket that was my most memorable we 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 should have a patreon special with jacob on where where he just breaks through his you know case notes and everything uh you know gives us a full desagulation on uh everything that happened at the true sir mixer i I just want to say man he's a he is a better looking version of trevor lawrence (sighs) i mean trevor trevor lawrence is just a worse looking version of you though if we're being honest (laughs) Well, all right. <laughs> all right, we're, we're, we're gonna break it down. We're gonna uh, we're gonna start here with the AJ Brown trade. Uh, tell me your guys' thoughts. I think they made a hell of a move um, where they trade the number eighteen pick, where where Traylon Burks was selected by the Titans, um, and a third round pick for this guy. Um, he is a proven number one in this league, and. Traylon Burks hasn't done shit on the field yet, so I think I think they they fucking did the damn thing with this trade and put someone on the other side, Devontae Smith, Roll Tide, um, that that can. <laughs> I know you love that. You're I do, I love it so much. Uh, but they put another guy on here that can demand attention away from Devontae Smith, uh, and and Devontae is a guy that can can really absolutely burn number one coverage. Um, especially underneath. So I, I'm really excited for this. I, I think it's going to open things up and, and we're going to see what Jalen hurts is all about this year. Yeah, I, uh, I absolutely agree. And I, and I do love the roll tide reference. Uh, and I'm just going to say as somebody who lives in the woo pig state, uh, 
Traylon Burks ain't about nothing. I, I would really like to – man, is Clayton Crawford still alive? Like, I would really like to get this guy's viewpoint on uh, Traylon Burks out of the University of Arkansas. But, man, I think they absolutely stole this man. Instantly the best receiving option. He's the best offensive player in this division the moment he landed there. Nuts. Absolute huge get for the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Yeah, he's I, absolutely I, a guy that can just fucking take the ball and <clears throat> take it right to the house, and he's a brick to take down. So the first hit ain't never yeah. going to take that man down. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you got to deal, like Joey said, and you got to deal with Smith, and you got to deal with Goddard. Like, this offense all of a sudden is pretty damn scary. Yeah, and, and Miles Sanders um, – we got to see this kid bounce back. Um, Miles I don't know that we're going to. Wendell Smallwood. Um, the Boston, other, Scott. Boston Scott. Yeah. Look, Can I don't know who it is. That, they'll figure it out, man. They may pull Corey Clement out of retirement or something. They'll they'll figure it out. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, this is a team that, that last year was struggling throwing the ball, but they wanted to throw it all the time. They threw and threw and threw and threw. Uh, about halfway through the season, they they swapped it up on us. They became what the most, or, or at least top five most run-heavy league uh, team in the league. So um, I think with this weapon in A.J. Brown, it can be it can be a balanced team. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what Jalen Hurts is going to do, so – yeah, and and you know we're we're talking about their offseason, we're talking about their draft. Even with acquiring AJ Brown in the draft, they still managed to bring out Jordan Davis, who's one of the most enticing defensive tackle prospects I think we've ever seen. So, and if that wasn't enough, let's get Nicobe Dean and slide or stop his draft day slide in the third round. I think the Eagles absolutely tore it up this offseason. I think they are the prohibitive favorites in the NFC East. And I, I think they've lapped, you know, the Dallas Cowboys and Washington commanders um, as far as, uh, you know, threat to win this division. Um, I do think that the Philadelphia Eagles take this division and, and, I don't think it's going to be your boys. I'm sorry. But right now I'm looking at this roster. Uh, they didn't have a lot of holes anyways to begin with. Their their defense is, is stout already. And, and like you said, they drafted this Nicobe Dean. And uh, Jordan he, yeah, Jordan Davis. Uh, they they are going to be stout. And, and they already had one of the probably – top five best cornerbacks last year um name i can't forget can't slay. remember uh, darius slay he fucking tore it up last year and and if i'm not mistaken they got another piece to go on the other side of that or they're getting they're getting somebody back uh who was injured it, last was it year. bradbury james fucking bradbury there it is yeah thank you um but yeah I, i'm excited about this defense i don't think a lot of a lot of stock is being put into that everyone's excited about Jalen Hurts and this offense and AJ Brown and things but uh this defense is what's gonna carry them um uh but let's talk about Jalen Hurts just a little bit um 
I'll let Travis go here because uh, we talked very briefly about it, and and maybe I got some points to toss in as well. So as of right now, I have uh, Jalen Hurts all the way ranked up at QB three currently, right behind Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, and most importantly, above one Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Just like to point that one out. This this is a guy that finished as the QB8 last season. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I I don't hate it. I I do not hate it. Um, I I would probably have him uh, a notch or two below you, uh, a number or two below you. But I think this guy absolutely has QB1 overall upside. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what's exciting about him because he can take off and run for 900 yards if, if that's what goes on. You know, he's got that in his arsenal. Um, and now he's got another weapon to go along with, you know, Devontae Smith coming on another two, uh, another year. And, and he's, he's only developed a, as the season went on. So I'm really excited about him. I, I think. I think number three is a good number for him. And anyone that tells you different, Travis, can suck my asshole. Hey, I'm just going to say this, and I say it a lot, and a lot of people said that Josh Allen didn't have it. He couldn't throw the deep ball. Got Stefan Diggs. Boom. Fucking magic. Boom. This is, this is, this is where I'm going with this. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, you can, you can ask my brother. I talk to him every single goddamn day. Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, they are putting in the work to be a fucking unit this year, and they will explode. This is going to be a fun offense to watch. Unless you're a Cowboys fan, it's going to be fucking miserable all season. Let's talk about some motherfucker Jones and the New York Giants. I'll just like saying his name because it just – it's got a ring to it. Motherfucker Jones. Tell me about OMFJ. I think MFJ is is bound to surprise some people this year. Um, they got <sighs> say what you want about Kenny Galladay. He can go up and get it right. Uh, this is a guy that's it's got like it, you mean injured. Yeah, fair, <laughs> and, and that's what he was last year. But the year before, was he? No, that's why he got paid that off season money that he got. Um, yeah, it, and it happens. You know, players are up and down when it gets gets to you know, having injuries. That's the way the NFL works. It doesn't mean he's a bad player. He is a, he's a stretch the field. He's a, uh, go up and get it in the end zone. This guy's, uh, he was top five in the NFL two years ago in end zone targets, maybe top three. I can't remember. Um, and he comes down with it, man. And, and motherfucker Jones can take off and run for 70 yards before he, uh, gets tripped up by the turf monster. So, uh, we got Saquon Barkley coming Speaking back. Of turf is, monsters. is he going to be? Is <laughs> yeah? Is the turf monster going to get him again? Um, I'm excited about it. They got the pieces. Uh, Kadarius Tony. Oh my God, he is he is a sight to be seen when he's on the field. Let's get this guy healthy. Uh, what is it with this team and injuries? I don't like talking about it, but yeah, man, I, I'm I'm excited about all of the pieces. This offense has what it takes. If they can all pull it together, I want to see it come together. And if it does, uh, holy fuck. I do not think the New York Giants will be a competitive football team in this upcoming season. 
me personally, I think they're the worst team in the division. But not offensively, they're not. But but they're. I deep think it's debatable. I, I, I think mean, it's la- last debatable. year. Last year they were near the bottom, or if they weren't the bottom, so yeah, yeah, yeah so, they were. So uh, either way, I, I think that's debatable. But to me, here's what I like about what the Giants are doing. Okay, so. First of all, we got a, a new regime, right? Joe Judge is uh, going to uh, teach Mac Jones how to play football. Now we got Joe Schoen. We got Brian Dabble. You know, these are guys. <laughs> what? Who? He said Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Damn it. Anyway, these guys have already built something pretty special in Buffalo. Uh, they're going to look to redo that there. And what a freaking start these guys are off to again uh last time we talked about how the new york jets had a master class in their draft i don't think the giants did as good especially in later rounds but man evan neal and Kayvon thibodeau they added arguably the best offensive line player and the best defensive line player in this draft um i love them as cornerstones I don't love Kenny Galladay. Um, I am worried about Kadarius Tony being, you know, consistent in any capacity. I don't know. I, I think this team has a lot of unknowns, but I think the future is going to be bright with this new regime. That's that's the thing. There's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of questions. There's a, a lot, lot of turf of monsters. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's the thing. But when when you look at it from from a holistic approach um this team if you put all of these guys on the field healthy you, you can look at it and say they can be competitive offensively for sure that's that's what i'm saying yeah they're all question marks but they're exciting question marks right yeah they're exciting I'm trying to compose myself because I had the thought of, you know, did you guys see that turf monster that somebody left in that basket up in Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> I almost dropped my computer off of the Yeah, I mean, I could, I could talk about it, but... F- the Giants ain't shit. They ain't doing shit. Fuck them. Um, other, other than Kadarius Tony, I don't really need to be able to. I mean, maybe Saquon. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. It's all a bunch of shit baskets up there. Yeah, yeah, all a bunch of turf monsters up in the sh- up in the baskets. But uh, I really don't know if Kadarius Tony's good or if he's just good against Dallas. Because really, what the fuck else did he do last year? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, look like Randy Moss out the rest of the fucking year. What he set out the rest of the fucking yeah. Well, year. <laughs> didn't show me much. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Give me Juan Dale, baby. Juan Juan Dale and Kadarius. <sighs> They may be the best named receiving core in the NFL. I'll give them that. Anyway, they're certainly the highest paid. What? They're certainly the highest paid. I believe they got the highest paid receiving core, don't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. The Giants? Yeah. Look it up. Google it. I'm sure Kenny Galladay makes way too much, and Sterling Shepard, I think, is still there robbing those people of their money. That's, that's, so. probably, that's probably close, but it's got to be behind Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, 
Y'all see that Tyreek Hill contract? I'm pretty sure Dallas don't pay all their receivers as much as Miami's paying Tyreek Hill for this fucking year. Just saying. I bet Miami's up there. So who's the number one wide receiver in this offense? New York Giants. Who's the number one wide receiver? Fantasy. PPR. To me, to me it's Kadarius Tony. That's who I got. To me, it's none of them. And uh, Kadarius Tony is the only one with a realistic chance to put up numbers, but I don't believe him in him either. Wait. Saquon Barkley's their best wide receiver right now. I, I I don't I you know what though? Ever since Daniel Jones has been there though, I don't like Saquon in the receiving game. I, I said it from the very beginning. I, I never liked it because of what he offers. Because a lot of times when you're watching Daniel Jones play and he drops back, he's not ever looking to drop that ball off. He's only looking downfield. That's one of the other things I really like about Kadarius Tony. Yep, and Kenny Galladay for that matter. Um, yeah, yeah. So, is Daniel Jones is motherfucker Jones going to hold this job for the entire season? Is he going to have it after the end of the season? Daniel Jones will fall victim and lose his job at the end of the season. The Giants will suck, and they will um, draft his replacement in the loaded draft class next year of quarterbacks. He- Daniel Jones is going to get Trubisky'd his way out. I don't want to call it Trubisky because Trubisky was good. Trubisky made the playoffs. Trubisky, Trubisky's going to be all right. I'm just saying I'm all on the Trubisky wagon, baby. Woo! No, no, no nobody else. Okay, I get it. No, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of there, but I'm kind of – I got one foot in. How about that? Trubisky All right, let's go. in the perfect spot. If Trubisky's going to be anything, it's right where the fuck he's at in Pittsburgh, and I'm with it. Let's go. Anyway, we ain't here to talk about Trubisky or the NFC North – or, sorry, the AFC North. Let's talk about them commanders, baby. I want to talk about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Joey will tell you that I, uh, I've i been on this guy for a minute. At one point, I remember sitting in my friend's yard on the phone with Joey in my truck having a conversation and saying, dog, you know who I think is the best quarterback in the league? Carson Wentz. I remember being drunk on Joey's porch and saying, Carson Wentz is so much better than Dak Prescott. I still really like Carson Wentz. He put up some numbers last year, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Terry McLaurin is a huge upgrade over Pittman or anything that the Colts have. Mm. I'm really down with the Carson Wentz signing. Y'all tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, I, I got one thing to say, and I'm not going to call you wrong here because I've, I've kind of always been a fan of Carson Wentz as well. And um, I got one thing to say about him. Carson Wentz helped name the name of this podcast, Truth Serum. Um, and, and it was from Casey. We were sitting out on my back porch drunk. And, you know, um, I got Casey to say, okay, yeah, Carson Wentz is good. So it's the truth serum. It's this shit we're drinking right here. So um, that's that's where the name of our shit came from. So shout out to fucking Carson Wentz, baby. I, I'm going to forever love Carson Wentz. And and yeah, um, I don't. I'm not gonna say Terry McLaurin is a huge upgrade over are these other guys. Uh, Michael Pittman is is an up and coming NFL star. He's he, good. He, Terry McLaurin is a bona fide NFL star, oozing to break out. Just saying. Yeah. And yeah, and and 
I think Carson Wentz can do that for him. I'm, I'm excited for Terry this year. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'm also excited for Michael Pittman with, with Matt Ryan over there. So yep. a lot of things this offseason changed that, that can mean what we think it means or it can mean the complete opposite. We don't really know. Um, that's what makes this game so great. But um, – we know we do know about the commanders is is they had a solid defense that we we expected to be fucking nasty and they turned out to be complete dog shit and and it surprised all of us it was them uh, turf but, monsters they got up and got chase young last year boy yeah, by the so, way can, can can this uh can this episode be called turf monsters just leave it at that <laughs> i will put that in the show the show notes. We tonight we talk about turf monsters and their impact on the NFC East. <laughs> We're off the rails, and I love it. I love it. I love it too. So, so yeah, yeah. I want. I do want to jump in here. Um, y'all told me earlier it was you, Joey. You're like, I don't think your Cowboys are it this year. I think the Cowboys are going to finish no better than third place in this division this year because no I better. think, huh? No, no better, better. no better. I think they'll they'll outpace the Giants. Washington's a better football team. Um, to me, Washington has a better offense. Washington has just as much firepower on the defense. I expect Chase Young to be healthy. I expect Montez Sweat to be back there terrorizing quarterbacks. I think Jahan Dotson was a really also good addition to this offense to pair on the other side of Terry McLaurin. They may get uh, two or three games out of uh, – I can't – Deami Brown. No. Um, Logan Thomas. No. Wide receiver? The wide receiver that's always hurt. He used to play for Carolina, was always hurt for them. Pretty sure uh, – what's his damn name? Careful. Um, anyway, they're gonna get two games out of him, Max, because he's always Curtis hurt. Samuel. Curtis ah. Samuel, yeah, Curtis Samuel's broke ass. He ain't gonna move the needle, but I think Jahan Dotson will. Um, I think uh, the running back platoon of McKissick and Gibson. I think both of those guys bring some fantasy value to the table, and I think they're they're better than what Dallas has as a whole. Um, I really like the commanders this year, and I would not be surprised if they're the team that emerges out of the East. I still think it's the Eagles, and I still think the Eagles have the most talent. But don't be surprised if Ron Rivera's boys, you know, put together something this season. Fair, fair. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with it, and I'm like probably one of the biggest Terry McLaurin fucking supporters out there like I have been for a long time. Um, Same. Yeah, and and like like literally I will just go off on anybody that wants to argue with me about Terry McLaurin. Um, Yeah, he's still like, I thought he was going to be a top 12 wide receiver last year. He, you know, he kind of had his up and down moments, you know, like he had really good games where like he, he would come out and get you 30 points, you know, like maybe like three times like where he had those peak games. Maybe Carson Wentz kind of helps um, him's kind of solidify, solidify like kind of a four this year. Um, maybe that'll kind of make it more stable for him. You know, maybe you don't it's see cool. it quite. What's that? Still got the ceiling as well. Um, one of the best wide receiver overall wide receiver. This guy don't have 
any part of his game lacks anything. Uh, he, he's fucking phenomenal in all aspects. So, uh, And I think Carson Wentz is, is the best quarterback that he has ever had. And, and, um, and I, you know what? You know what? Though? And I, I might also say that this is the best wide receiver that Carson Wentz has ever had as well. Yeah, I think I would agree. And man, like, I, I don't know about you. I, I would love to get yeah. your take on Jahan Dotson, Travis, actually. Man, just watching him, he reminds me a whole lot of Deontay Johnson. Just saying. And that excites me, too. Hey, I, I'm still taking him in the first round of rookie drafts. I know sometimes he's slipping out to the second round. But, you know, what? like he's drafted there. Um, you know, he's kind of like Garrett Wilson in a lot of ways. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if yeah. he turned out to be better than Garrett Wilson in the long run. And well, both better got, than Jameson Williams. He's got a more that's, that's seasoned a quarterback throwing him. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll, Roll Tide. tide. <laughs> oh, get off it. Does Penn State have a little – he came from Penn State, right? Do they have a Roll Tide or a Woo Pig? Hail State? What the fuck does Penn State say? I think that they, uh, I don't want, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to get into They say that. go blue, go blue. I think your mind might have went where mine went, and I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, that, that, is, that is exactly right. That is exactly <laughs> right. Anyway, let's talk about these damn cowboys in, in this. So I've been dread. I got to tell you guys, I've been dreading this particular podcast and wearing this particular jersey and talking about this worthless ass team of mine, the Dallas Cowboys. So let's get it over with. Let's. Do is this. that why you wrote them up fourth on the show, Doc? Yep. <laughs> yep. Same All right. Pain for the last. By this point, I figure most casuals aren't listening anyway. And so, um, yeah, I just don't want them to hear me cry like a little schoolgirl because my team is absolute hot garbage. To be honest, though, they're probably thrown off by you not gloating. So, I mean, like – Gloating? Turn them, it might actually gloating? turn them on a little bit. Gloating. What the hell does this team have to gloat about? Let's gloat about giving Amari Cooper away for a fifth-round pick and some freaking spearmint gum. Let's talk about Randy Gregory telling us to eat a whole giant plate of dicks and pulling a a J.D. McKissick and telling Denver to fuck off and telling us to fuck off and going back to Denver. You ever been cheated on? Felt the exact same way. And then let's talk about how we released Lyle Collins, a completely competent offensive line. Lineman. Now he's with the deep or the uh, the Super Bowl runner-up um, Cincinnati Bengals. Help bolster them. Definitely not fucking helping us. And then I already <laughs> talked about Cedric Wilson on the last show. We should not have left that guy go. Man, I hate these damn Cowboys. Ooh, ooh, God, that was therapeutic, y'all. Tell, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me how you really feel though. Tell me about that draft pick. You know. Oh you my God, you, you, you were there. You were there. Joey wasn't. He went. He went his ass back to the. I, <laughs> Travis was there. I have literally never seen such disappointment on a man's face in my entire life than what I've seen at the draft. I, I will say this: I've definitely seen that much disappointment on several women's faces throughout my life, but never on another man. Several. Uh, several. Yeah, I mean, look at me. Okay. Anyway, um, but as far as my face. Like, you ever heard the expression "candy take it away from a baby"? Like, it was just like that. 
I wanted Wonder Mom. I wanted the thick, corn-fed Iowa boy who's an absolute fucking mauler at center. We don't look. We got Tyler Biotish, and he's awful. And it just seemed logical. Get this kid who's a. To me, Linderbaum is probably the safest pick or one of the two or three safest picks in the draft. That guy's going to have 10 years of fucking all-pro play and maybe go into the Hall of Fame one day. Get that kid. No, let's go pick this second-round lineman out of fucking Tulsa who has character issues and ah, I don't even fucking know. Tyler Smith, I hope you're good because right now I'm I'm not about you, bro. <laughs> Um, well, you gotta love the pain and misery. Hey, how, how do you want to do you want to go over your uh other draft pick and Sam Williams? Oh, yeah, our awesome second round reach who has um a felony sexual battery charge because that always works out really well for Dallas. Hey, hey, uh, hey, those charges were dropped. Yeah, great. Uh, Jalen, uh, Jalen Smith worked <laughs> out real well for us. Um, Randy Gregory. Yep. He's, he's going to kick ass for us next year. The second round. Oh, a uh, boss man, the uh, Kelvin Joseph, our second round gamble last year, he murdered somebody in the off season. Like what Sam the heard fuck? that came to Dallas, Chicago. Dallas should just always <laughs> trade their second picks. They have no fucking business picking the second round. They're terrible at it. Right. They're as terrible at that as Jason Garrett is at coaching, which still, probably might not be as bad as Mike McCarthy is at it. Um, the one like polished turd of our draft, um, you know, draft uh, selections. I kind of really like Jalen Tolbert. Um, I think he has some upside. I think he's going to play right away with Gallup probably being sidelined. Um the one thing I'll say though, is he has the one characteristic that every other receiver on our team has he loves to drop the fucking ball. So, ding, ding, ding. That's the Dallas Cowboys offseason recap for you. Fuck them. They might finish last in this division. Who's your team this year? My team? Are you still going to root for your boys, or are you just, like, completely off? I mean, subconsciously, I always – I'll watch all their games. and I'll hurt your feelings when they lose, but – Yeah, yeah. I'll he's, he, he, he's already on the – I always got my side piece with Tom Brady up in Tampa Bay. Like, he's always been very welcoming to me. And, you know, I flirted with the Buffalo Bills just one episode ago. So, you know, and, man, look, she might be a little bit too young for me right now, but the New York Jets, they're coming. They're going to get a little bit older and – I might, I might want me a you know piece of that as well. So that's where I'm at in my football life. But Woo, fuck I, want, the I want a piece of that too. I want a piece oh. of that too. You want a piece yeah. of that jet? You want an Eiffel Tower? That mm, let's go. I'm gonna tell you right now this this whole thing that that went down right here. Um, I gotta say that I, I really thoroughly enjoyed you talking about your boys. Um, it, it was the highlight of my night. It really was because not mine. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's misery. Misery hey. is fun to watch. I gotta admit, it is, man. It, it makes for for the best, and I think that's why I keep coming back to the Dallas Cowboys because they just love making me fucking miserable. Um, I will say this: th- there's a silver lining in everything. If we bottom the fuck out. We will get rid of Mike McCarthy this year. I, I, I strongly believe that he'll be fucking gone at the end of this season, and we will draft our next mediocre coach. But that's just me being a you know enthusiastic Cowboys fan. That's all, all right. right. 
I think that's about wraps it up here. Uh, Hell yeah. Once Being again, a Cowboys fan, it feels like constantly having to wrap it up, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, wait, you guys don't know what I mean. <laughs> See, the great thing about it is I don't have a team, so I can I can float teams all I want to, and y'all can't say shit. Can't say shit. Can't say shit. But once again, we want to thank our Patreons. We want to thank all of you watching and and listening and subscribing when you banging that motherfucking bell we appreciate that too um you gotta make the sound effect as always stay true stay true